millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to Recall the Midwife podcast, where we watch episodes of Call the Midwife and discuss. Today, we are doing a series four recap. My name's Alex. I'm Becky. I'm Jen. And uh, I don't have our usual disclaimer today, but just to say that um, we're going to be recapping the episode with, you know, selected quotes. And so various issues from the season may come up. Um, So if there's anything that you might not want to listen to, feel free to skip this one and join us for the next one. But we do hope you stay because I tried to pick good quotes that weren't about really sad things. If you don't like awesome podcasts, this isn't for you. (laughs) (laughs) What a loser. Carry on. Okay. Okay, girls. So listen, I have again exhaustively searched each episode of the season, including the Christmas special, to come up with fun and interesting and obscure, hopefully, so quotes to tickle your brains and create some fun banter about the season. So as usual, I'm going to give you a quote and then you guys have to tell me who said it and the context. Okay. We, here we, we can do this, Bex. We can do it. Yeah. We, we can't it. get any worse than season three. No, it's <laughs> terrible. Honestly, it's like we've never watched it. I, I I piloted a new method for quote collation, and I think this is going to be the way I'm going to go forward. We'll, we'll test it out today, but we'll see how we do. I think it's going to be better this time. So here we go. I should think that fibrous pottage you call all brand would repel them more. Sister Monica I Jane. Think, yeah, I was going to say Sister Monica Jane. Exactly right. And who is she speaking to and about what? I Evangelina. Yes. Is oh. it the morning is the is it the morning that Barbara was due to arrive? Yes. Yes. So Sister Monica Joan is trying to um do the same thing to Barbara that she did to Jenny and Sister Evangelina is really mad at her and she's like taking the cake to it away. And then um you know and then Sister Evangelina says something and she said, "Well, I should think that that fibrous pottage you call Albrand would repel them even more because Sister Evangelina was like, "Oh, you give them like you make them eat like a whole cake and then you blame it on them." And then then you know makes them not want to work here basically because you, you know, have this whole... shame them on their first day yes exactly Barbara's only been in this season it's like I've always known her. <laughs> <laughs> I know well whenever I watch these back I'm always like they got here then they did this then like I always yeah. can't believe it it's really wild um okay second quote 
you cannot launder woolens using an electrical apparatus, the fibers will become disordered and the very essence of the garment is lost. That is, is that systematic again, again, isn't it? No. Oh. Sorry. Oh, I was going to give you a second, Bex. Um, but do you guys know what it's what she's talking about? Washing machines. Yes. Or <laughs> <laughs> real brain trust. There was some, but wasn't there somebody that was saying that the mother of the um, twins? Yeah, and so they like were cold like, feet. April and Terence's mum. And she was talking about her flat. And how has he even got a washing machine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this stemmed from Sheila was at the um was at the oh god what is it called um the clinic you know and she was doing a mother and baby class and it was all about formula and she was talking to them about about condensed milk versus you know formula and everything and trying to get them to go to formula and then carnation yeah and the moms were like oh well you know well and they're like putting all this stuff and then i can't remember her name but the mom the jamaican mother who's having the twins she says that you know she um, has a washer and dryer at her place that she spent that she got because she spent like the new baby money that the government gave them and you know she's like i got the same as everybody else like this is how i decided to spend it you know and then they're all like oh well you know like but aren't you so fancy blah, 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 blah. they're giving her a hard time and so then they're talking about a washer and dryer back in nanatis when they're having lunch and sister monica joan is just incensed about it and i tell you what if if i had to deal with nappies back in the 1950s i would totally have a washer dryer as well can you imagine doing those 1000 my mom had them in the 80s had two kids in the 80s well something down in 80 one um but she said that she had like a vat of disgusting like this bleh, to put the nappies bleh, like and i just can't even, she was used to say that to me whenever i had a nappy i was a bit like well what do you want me to do like <laughs> Well, and she had cloth uh, cloth diapers too, which yeah, is they were so ter- wild. Yeah, Terry ones, Terry Townsend. Yeah. Oh my lord! Oh my lord! Well, I lived in New York for a long um, number of years, and so I had always had to take my laundry out to the laundromat and you know drag it there up and down the stairs and pay the money and then you know wash it and then wait and see if there was a machine that I could use and then da 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 and everything like that. And um, now I have a washing machine and dryer in my house, and I have to tell you, it is the height of luxury for me. I literally. <laughs> I never take it for granted. I never like do I, I I always just kind of like, oh, I'm so glad. And like it's just it's so I, I mean I'm I'm totally with you, Bex. Like if, if I went from not having it to having it, which I effectively did. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, but you know, I remember at uni we used to have to do it and it was like we'd all forget and then like we'd have to do we were like, oh no, there's no clothes left. And then we'd be <laughs> there for like we hours. we spent many an hour, Jen. In the laundrette together, didn't we? We I did. Watching. <laughs> I know, I know. You were so sweet about it. I know, I know. I I like doing laundry. It's one of the household chores I actually do like to do. I hate it, and it's the only, and I have to, it's I'm the only one who does it. Oh, I just think I I compare it to like a lot of other stuff, and and I just I mean like in terms of like cleaning things and like dusting and dishwashing and vacuuming and everything, I just don't. I'd I'd take laundry any day. I hate um, it all. I'm 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 not I'm not meant for this life. I'm meant to be an aristocrat. <laughs> you absolutely are not. <laughs> I know. Yeah, absolutely I know. I'm not. I'd hate my friends I was hanging around with. You want be, everyone to be, you know, waited on hand and foot. That's all. Yeah, but not have any, not have any snottiness or anything like that, or any, any um... around me. I'd be like, get away from me. <laughs> um okay well so we got that one very quickly that was good okay all right next quote i hope this is a safe place to park i don't want any footballs through my windscreen it's nurse crane because she's the only one with a car yes yes 
did Nurse Crane only come in this series? She did. She did. Oh my god, she's another one. I know. I know. Barbara came in in episode one, and Nurse Crane came in in episode two. Yeah, and I did. Yeah, because I forgot Barbara lived there before her. Yeah, and I and I had I had picked it as a quote, but I didn't put it in because we talked about it in the episode. But right after she says that, Barbara's kind of standing there because she's the one that answered the door when she came. And, you know, Barbara says, oh, good morning. And she says, oh, don't say good morning. No, she say, says hello, hello. Yeah, oh, hello, hello. And she says, say good morning or good afternoon or good evening. She's like, you know, you can only say hello if you're common or maybe American, I guess, or something like that. And I just <laughs> thought that was really funny. But I was like, yeah, Americans. Okay, yeah. But we had already chatted about that one, so I didn't want to give it away again. <laughs> yeah nurse crane she's here she's she's doing it okay um now this is a little bit more obscure okay quite period and now it's time for me to share my good fortune Ooh, is it i uh, is it is it that man who um oh what was his name who he kept calling uh, julian louise julian's lover Old lover. Sweetheart. and who's that man What's his name? Is it Richard? No, it is Charles. Yes. Oh, we can do this, Bex. You can't. I'm going to have to do it on my own. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gold worthy. Um, Charles, oh, give us a clue with what it starts with. Um, Does it begin with A? No. Um, okay. The, the, the Nonata's house has one of these right behind it in the back. School. Where was... No, where was Sister Julian when she got the news? Garden. Of the there we go. Charles Blank Gard- Garden. No, no, it's something not Ho. I'm thinking of the Beer Ho Garden. <laughs> Happy Blank Year. New Garden. New Garden. There we go. Charles New Garden. Yeah. So this was when uh, this was at the first time he met with Sister Julian when Sister Winifred was with them, and she was like, "Oh, this is such a nice place. Like, oh, do you have anything to eat? Like, I'd love a cup of tea. Like, da da da." And he was like, "Yeah, quite." And then he was, and then like, she didn't get a drop scones. I've still not got over that. <laughs> no, and I wouldn't if I was Sister Winifred. <laughs> just never get over it. Poor Sister Winifred was just clueless in that episode. She, she, you know, it's funny because like this whole season, her whole vibe is very clueless. Like she, she doesn't really kind of quote get serious until. Um, later on i mean she has moments where she's you know doing she good did things, do but... that whole campaign for the prostitutes didn't she oh she that's did. true oh that was she, and that was dead good and totally yeah. out of the comfort zone as well yeah i don't think that was this season though oh was it not maybe it was i don't remember maybe it. It was. to be honest they all just merge into one for me I know. Well, you say it's that, hard. but then, like, it seems ages ago since Barbara and Nurse Crane joined. So I know, I know. It's like it's and like, now it's whenever like friends, whenever I see those characters in other programs, I'm just like, oh, it's Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, we watch I... Ghosts, don't we, Bex? The, yeah, the I, I, I've, watched, I've watched it as well. I've seen oh, all of them. Yeah, and she's in that, and I'm just like Barbara. Oh, and she... Alex, you won't watch this. Jen, have you watched you on Netflix? Yes, Barbara, I haven't. Barbara is in the latest series. She is yeah, in the latest told series. to watch that, and I will. I just mean, it, will I, I like it? I haven't watched. I the... will. Oh, I'm not going to watch it. Actually, well, you might. Well, I don't know. Sometimes you surprise me with things. The thing is, it's not. <laughs> it, yeah, it's not gory or anything. So I don't think you would like dislike it for that reason. Um, I think it would just annoy you, right? But I would. I, I would must say, I've got my idiosyncrasies, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> just give it a try and see what you think like start from the beginning because that's that's kind of 
you need to do need a little bit of a backstory. Yeah. Um, did you think the third season was good? No. Okay, fair. I just think I just think it's gone <laughs> too far now. Well, it's like how many times can you do what that guy does before it's like yeah. enough's enough? You know what I mean? Yeah. So this um, is a call the midwife podcast. Let's get back to it, please. Focus, focus. Well, if if anyone hasn't seen that show, we haven't spoiled anything, so at least that's good. Okay. Next quote. After all, what is love if it cannot be acknowledged? What is love? Um, Maybe don't me. <laughs> Do you know, just weirdly, me. someone at work said they were born to that song. Like, their mum was literally pushing her out. And, that, and I was just like, <laughs> how old are you? Ten. Um, anyway, that was by the by. Um, I think it was old Jenny Lee. Who okay. Said uh, that's, not, that's not right. But also, what is love came out a long time ago. That that movie is like, like the Night of the Roxbury is at least from the 1990s. Like late 1990s. I bet you that person did get pushed out by that song and be old enough to work in your office. They're not. I know, they... but I was just, I just didn't realize how, you know, it's just like, oh, man well, was like, like Brotherhood of Man or something. Well, it's like how we always think that like everything happened like ten, five or 10 years ago and then it turned out it really happened like 20 years ago. And I it's know, like, then we just I feel know. like we're literally about to jump at a grave basically because it's like we're so old. But, but back on track, girls. Yes, back on track. Who said it? Who said it? Is it Delia and Patsy? No. Oh, so it's not old Jenny Lee, right? Is no. it Sister Julianne? Yes, but I just what did a punch she... in the air. I know was you it, did. Was it when she was with Charles Newgarden? She was not with him. She wrote but... to him. No, he wrote to her, and she read it out. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> say say the quote again. After all, what is love if it cannot be acknowledged? Is it when she was talking to Tom in the garden when she got the news? Yes, you are exactly right. And I picked this quote because it has two meanings. So Tom comes to her because he's talking to her about, again, I apologize. I can't remember the na- couple's name, but they're the Jamaican family who have the twins and one twin is stillborn. Oh, you're obsessed with Clarice. that Was she called Clarice? Um, well, he I was called like Terry be- Jr. Because you said that because it was like baby. Yeah, the- he was Terrence. Yeah, I can't remember now. But anyways, but Tom is coming and talking to Sister Juliet and he's like, well, I want to do a service and some kind of a burial for the baby. Because I feel like we need to have to, you know, kind of like recognize what's happened to this family so that they can process it. But at the same time, after he's rifled through her mail, he gives her the letter from Charles Newgarden. And then she um, is thinking about Charles. Abigail Bissett. There we go. There we go. And then they and then she's thinking about Charles and like their history, which is very complicated. We all remember. And then she says, after all, what is love if it cannot be acknowledged? Because she could really not acknowledge, like, her and Charles couldn't really acknowledge their love for each other. And then they're, but she's talking about this baby that's passed, which is also a love that kind of needs to be acknowledged in order for some healing to happen. And it was just, it was just so multi-layered, that line, and I just loved it. Well, we say it every week, but amazing writing always. I know, I know. I love the show so much. Just the script does so much work, you know what I mean? It just... I, and I and I you know I mean I I obviously don't know but I have to think that for the people who are in the show that 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 level of writing really does help them as well so or oh, it yeah. impacts them or whatever so anyway. well when we get when we get some of the actors on the podcast yes. we can ask those questions mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. and also when we go and do our um complaint yeah, yeah yeah when we have our cameo as um the extra nuns the problem yeah. is if we actually do do that compliment thing as if we ever will. But if we actually did do that, we'd, I'd just be there doing too much, many looks to the camera, like, hey! <laughs> Can you imagine? You know, 
don't mind worry about doing that. It's like, again, like it's going to happen. But I'm like, oh my God, what if they put the wimple on me and then it makes me have a double chin? (laughs) (laughs) That's not a worry, man. That's just, I know that's going to happen. Well, I I, I know it would happen too, but I'm like, oh, how could I like not accentuate it so that I don't have my double chin hanging down? Should we do some contouring, Jen? (laughs) We'll take take it up, Jen. I know. I'm going to have to use like a Kim Kardashian trick or something to like give me a more like snatched neckline or whatever. I'm just going to have to be CGI'd for it not to. Anyway, carry on. (laughs) (laughs) They'll do as good of a job on you as they've done on Chummy. Okay. Uh, Okay. Next quote. Here we go. Some of these quotes are serious and I have to have like a serious voice. Okay. He said it made him feel sad the way she looks down like she don't really want to be there. But the painter, well, he's sort of making her be there on account of how she's so beautiful. Now, I think this is someone i know who it is okay. um it was richard felishman's wife maria um she's it's his parlor and he has this painting that she doesn't understand but she explains what he told her about it Marie. Yes, and who and richard felishman is who oh sorry her husband so she at uh, tony she's marie he's tony there you go there you go yes there you go. yeah there you go. Very, <laughs> very good well it's so funny because so this quote like as when i was watching this episode for the sh- to in preparation for recording the show when we talked about it originally I had kind of forgotten the storyline a little bit, so I didn't know. And then as soon as Marie kind of walks in and she's like, oh, this is his pride and joy. He loves the living room. He decorated the whole house and everything. And Yeah, parlor. And then he's like, oh, look at this painting. Like, this is what he said about it. And she's like, I don't even know how you can get all of that from a painting. And I was like, oh, honey, your husband is a huge homosexual. Like, I don't even (laughs) know what the storyline is. like. Well, I just really loved Marie's voice. I remember that quote because I really liked her voice. It was really calming. She had quite a high voice. You know, don't know if anyone's noticed, but I've got quite a high voice. Um, Mm. Did you feel an affinity to her? I did. I did feel an affinity to her. And she was like... It just looks like he's got... And I, just was, I just really liked it. I really liked yeah. the voice. If you're listening, Marie, the actor, you're brilliant. Yeah, no, she's really good. And also, I, I picked this one out because, again, as I was thinking back, this line as well is doing a lot of work because he said it made him feel sad because she doesn't really want to be there. But the painter, who thinks she's so beautiful is making her be there oh. and isn't that such a summation of the tony and marie relationship as well oh, like Jen, yeah. that was good right like marie loves tony so much she's pinned everything on tony he has to be there and i don't know why we're giving you there. the credit here it's obviously the writers well, about. It's, not, it's not me at all it's not me at all i haven't done i haven't li- literally done absolutely nothing but i'm just saying i mean are you just not like fainting at this oh it's just, i don't know it's just like it's just well this is why like, we do this it's multi-layered there's things I that know. you think you give us i think of stuff you think of stuff specs think you know it's yeah. just other people i just agree when you say it <laughs> Well, it's just, there's a lot of joy to be had from, like, from going back to something you enjoyed the first time and getting something fresh and different from it the second time. And that can be a book, a movie, a TV show, a song. You know, how many times you listen to songs, like, over and over again in your life and you're just like, oh my god, it's hitting me all over again. It's like, that is really what art is about, you know? Like, I'm not going to go on a whole big thing, but, like, to me, that is what real artistic, you know, talent is, is anyway, so... All right. Well, here we go. Okay. And quite frankly, it will make a glorious change from giving enemas. Trixie? Yes. But about what did she say this about? No idea. It just sounded just like her. Um, yeah. Hang on. It will make a glorious change from giving enemas. So it's something else. Is it something the other end of the fate of the body? No, just she, um, let's think about this logically. <laughs> <laughs> what happens during the series that causes her to say that? I don't know. Well, loads of stuff, but. 
I don't know if this is a hint that you will understand, but I will say the quotes are done chronologically or like linear throughout the series. So I haven't like jumbled them around. Right. So it's it's right after Richard Fleishman. We said that doesn't help us. We've no idea. What... <laughs> We've got no <laughs> what, idea, Jen. What, what, what happens... just watch them all. <laughs> what happens in the episode with Richard Fleishman with Tony? Oh, um, I've no idea. He, he, gets, he gets... Oh, you, you have a very strong connection to this storyline. He tries to gas himself in the cab. I don't... I mean, that's... Not Why can I not think of this? I what, what is the storyline in this episode that you are now very connected with, Al? I know exactly what this is. This there is Rose go. Queen. There we go. There we He's go. He's taken over the Rose Queen. Actually, on that, um, I sent it to YouTube. I'll say it. I'll announce it to the nation. You know, so many people <laughs> watch it, listening. Our international um, audience. Yeah. Um. The the it, all the details of the Rose Queen. Uh fate and everything has been released to the village and they've all got a village We've, they've got like village um, booklets and stuff and there's a page with like all their photos on and she's so proud of it she keeps looking at it and it says <laughs> Alex, 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 Alex's daughter is Alex's daughter is the fairy queen in her local rose queen yeah, like fairy queen sorry I keep saying rose queen celebration she will she may be the rose queen one day you never know something to aspire well to. that's that's the plan she's decided but she keeps getting annoyed at me because <laughs> i keep singing long live the fairy queen <laughs> the fairy queen she keeps getting really annoyed at me. if you if you raise a pageant queen daughter i will absolutely fall over <laughs> <laughs> so will i that's not happening <laughs> i just can't i mean of all the people to have a girl that goes into that um but but this is when this is when tom is talking about the rose queen and he's like oh i just inherited this job from like whoever and i really need a lot of help would you mind helping me and at first he thinks she's gonna say no and then she's like no i would love to do it It will make know, it how, that shows you how how little he knew her that he thought she'd say no to that i know i know they're love them both but god just a really bad match okay all right next quote best advice i ever received when in the path of an unstoppable force, it's always best to surrender. Um, Fred. No. <gasps> nurse Crane. It sound like the kind of thing you say. Yes. It was it's Nurse, nurse Crane. Crane. And who did she say that about and to what and why and all that? Oh, you're really testing us here. I think, did she say it about, um, was it the episode where her and Sister Angelina kind of clashed? There was clashing, but not with Sister Angelina. <gasps> the Board of Health. Yes! Yes, well done, Bets. Yes. I've never so... got that in a million years. <laughs> so Nurse Crane and Dr. Turner, and I think it was, some, I can't remember who else, somebody else, um, maybe Patsy, they all went to deliver um, the, this Irish mother's baby, but it was in a mother and baby, like, hostel, essentially. And the kids were there. They hadn't eaten in so long. This place was absolutely disgustingly filthy, and they were just insane. Oh, and she had, those, she had those knickers that she'd made herself out of a sack. Out of a sack, yeah. I mean, and the, oh. and the the guy from the board had a baby called Keith. <laughs> yes, exactly. And this is actually so Nurse Crane and Doctor Turner kind of get him to do something like fumigate the place and do some other stuff like that for the in the first time they meet him. And and Nurse Crane like really advocates in this amazing way. And and Doctor Turner gives like this very like affectionate look of you know fellow compatriotism or whatever as they like fight you know the man together. And then the the they're going to they're 
they turn up outside the mother and baby home. No, I shouldn't say mother and baby home. It's like a women's hostel as it's being fumigated. And they're like, okay, well, this is great. But like, what about the family that we told you about? You know, they, they need to be reunited. They need a council flat. They need like, da, da, da. And he's like, well, surely you can't expect me to do that. And then Nurse Crane is like, the best advice I ever received in the path of an unstoppable force, it's always best to surrender. Meaning like, you don't even know what you're in for. So don't even get in my way. <laughs> do what I want now, buddy. And Dr. Turner just gives her this like, look, and it's just so good. It's just so good. Okay. Okay, next quote. Sometimes I wonder what the last two wars were for. In that respect, every time the world goes up in flames, they draft women in to pick up the slack. Then once it's over, it's back in your box and don't say boo. This is Sister Evangelina. No. Nurse Crane. Oh, yes. Oof, just stole so out from do you guys know <laughs> when she says this? Um, is it to do? No, I don't. If I'm honest, Bex. I can, I can picture it. They're all sat around the table. Yeah, but why are they annoyed about something about women? Can Can you say the quote again, please, Jen? Sure. I sometimes wonder what the last two were. What the last two wars were for in that respect. Every time the world goes up in flames, they draft women in to pick up the slack. Then once it's over, it's back in your box and don't say boo. Is it to do with the robins, baby? Which 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 one's the robins? The robins with the with the rope factory, and the dad was all saying he wanted a a, a son. Yes, well so, done, Alex. There we go. So so this is actually what Phyllis says after they're like sitting around in the lounge, you know, the kind of lounge area and everything, and it's um Phyllis and Trixie and Nurse Mount and I do think either Sister Julianne or Sister Evangelina, I mean, they're all kind of around there. And Trixie's like, well, I don't understand what the problem is. Like, you know, boy or a girl, you know, like men and women are equal. And then Trixie says, I don't think women are equal. I think they're better. And Patsy, then Patsy like, said that. Sorry, Patsy says that. You're right, you're right, you're right. And then um, Phyllis earlier, she says something like, oh, well, the gender of that baby was decided months ago. So I don't know why she's fretting about it now. And then she says, well, I sometimes wonder what the last two wars were for in that respect, because, you know, like this and everything. And it's just, and it's just kind of this like very... Um, um, you know, like a little bit of like a women's lib kind of conversation yeah. that they have. And Phyllis is exactly right. Like, no wonder women are just like, no, I don't want to go back to that life again. I'm not having it. So look at look at that scene when um sister one of my favorite scenes when Sister Evangelina teaches Fred to drive the <laughs> moped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very much like that. Yeah. Okay, next quote. We need someone female, Fred, and preferably alive. <laughs> No, I know exactly what this is. Oh, this okay. is when they are talking about the Saletti lady, and I don't know her name. Yes. But he... Josie. Oh, no. Josie, Josie was the one the who they daughter. found. Yes. And this is where we first come upon Mrs. G's shop. Yes. So... Because he refers to... I think it's the person who ran the shop before Mrs. G. Yeah. Who mm-hmm. died. Mm-hmm. Mrs. G took on the shop, but he's basically saying that his daughter... He married... Did he marry a Saletti lady or was... He was Saletti. He was Saletti, so his daughter could translate. Yeah, mm-hmm. jo- and his daughter was Josie. Mm-hmm. And it's Mrs. Khan who's the Saletti lady. And then Mr. Suleiman is the one who speaks, who was the Saletti-speaking gentleman that was Josie's father. Yes. And this is where Fred was sat in his vest in the um, in the yard and they were all sat around in deck chairs eating ice cream. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was one of my favourite scenes ever. <laughs> and, and Bex thought he looked, you know, pretty, pretty jacked up. And yeah, she was it like, for a second. oh, goodness gracious. The sleeves, is, the guns are out. I'm not gonna lie. No offense to Cliff Frizzy. We know you listen. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, not, you know, not, not saying you're not good attractive. You are. Everyone is in their own way. Oh, that's what I me. Mean. It sounds even worse, isn't it? <laughs> Let's move on or edit this. Yeah. everyone is gorgeous we love them all okay speaking entirely from my own experience 
is that when somebody thinks the worst of a person because of their background, such a lot can be lost. I know who this is. Thanks. Right. I think it's Nurse Crane. Yes. yes. And it's when she's talking. And again, all right, I'm 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 not going to know anyone's name. It's the awful, well, he's not awful, but it's the awful diabetic girl. Paulette. Yep. yep. Paulette. Mm-hmm. Who, ugh, and he's the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. The wrong one. Yes, yes. Yeah. And P- Nurse Crane tell him, tells him that when she was brought up, she was the wrong one as well. Yeah. 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 And, and we, is, yeah, ahead, we but... never knew what happened with this storyline, although I like to think it, it worked out and the judge looked favorably upon him. I hope Same. so. Even though I think probably realistically he threw the book at him. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is like, and and again, I'm just going to go on about this, but like one thing that I, I like about doing this job for the recap is that, you know, when you're, when you're wa- watching the episode, like sometimes individual lines can kind of get grouped, you know, mentally into kind of this whole scene. And then you kind of, you know, you like, you, you're hearing it all, you're taking it all in, but you're not really thinking, you know, as deeply. And this, this line, it, it the, you know, it, in many ways, it's kind of obvious, but it, I don't know. I, I don't know. It just hit me when I when I heard her saying it again. Like, and I just do. I get an extra point for remembering his name. Yes, of course. Vaughn. Vaughn. I mean, we're not keeping score of points or no, no, we're not. I don't know why I said that. Wait, is it Vaughn? Definitely a thousand points to Alex for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just a good reminder. You know what I mean? Like, don't think the worst of people. You never know what you might lose because you don't give them credit for anything. You know. And actually, I think Vaughn was the better half of that pair. Oh, oh, the better two thirds, like the better three quarters. <laughs> it was awful. Paul, oh, that sucked. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. I don't mind telling you my heart sank when I was told I was nursing her. Thank goodness I am used to the vow of obedience. Oh, it's Sister Evangelina. Sorry, yeah. Alex. It's fine. Who's about she talking about? Joan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they they're sewing the uh labels onto Tim's school outfits because Sheila finally broke down in a fit of, you know, just like burnt out momness and said, and he and instead of actually helping her, Dr. Turner just got the nuns to help. <laughs> he was like, You've got to ask for help. And she's like, Well, Patrick, and he's like, No, Maybe I'm not helping you do anything, but ask other people to help you. You really, really need to. It's very important. And she's like, Oh god. <laughs> um yeah and then they go on and they and this is the also the conversation where sister evangelina says like the the joy of midwifery never dims and then sister winifred kind of gives it like she's like "Mm, does it oh i don't know about that and so maybe we're potentially seeing a path forward for sister winifred okay next quote i brought us a bottle of bourbon it's sort of american scotch well i'm guessing this is trixie no i think it's i know who it is chummy nope oh damn it patsy (laughs) no Delia. We're just naming names now. That's fine. We'll just carry on. Tom. Oh, no. Is it Delia? When it she is comes Delia. Yeah. Right. So, actually, name, by naming names, I got it right. So. <laughs> well, eventually, yes. That is how it will work. Yes. That, that's exactly a good tra- strategy for that. So, this is the scene where they're going to the jamboree. They um, Trixie has the poodle skirt on and everything. And then. Um, and I, and I actually. the poodles on, yeah? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I was I was really curious to rewatch this one because I because I hadn't gotten the scene where they're so mean to Phyllis kind of behind her back oh. and kind of looking at people's facial expressions. And Barbara did genuinely seem guilty because well, she was she like, oh, she's like, oh, I've got a cream soda. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. 
Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here, if you want to share. And Phyllis was like, oh, thanks. You know, yeah, I might. I'm just, I'm driving tonight. So da-da-da. And Barbara's like, <laughs> you know, she really has that. Like, I feel bad. But I had never thought of bourbon as just American scotch. And I love, like, the fact that that's such, like, such a novelty. So... Yeah, but that, that's what it is over here. That's what we say. Like, it's American, like, yeah. Really? That's just, you call it American scotch? No, we call it bourbon, but the point oh. is, it's like, you know, that's, it's the American, it's the American version of, like, against the Scottish or Irish. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I love it's them. It's Scottish, but... just whiskey. Scottish no. or Irish. I just say, yeah. No, but the scotch. Scotch and whiskey are not the same thing, right? Scotch is scotch and whiskey is whiskey. Is that right? So what's the difference? I don't know what's the difference. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next quote. We are not defined. It's just whiskey. Carry on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we are not defined by the things that make us separate and distinct, but by the moments that we share and the memories that we make. Say again. We are not defined by the things that make us separate and distinct, but by the moments that we share and the memories that we make. I think it's old Jenny Lee. Very it, good. It is old it Jenny. Sounds, but old what's she talking Jenny, about? No bloody clue. <laughs> well, this is vague, and I and and so I mean, like her summations at the beginning and the end are always kind of like not really specific in a way that you could remember. But this is the episode where we have the the traveler family, the Irish travelers. Oh, and so we're talking about the differences in cultures and Pagina and everything like that and so there's all this you know there's all this kind of dynamic of like you know the poplar residents and the travelers and how they different you know from each other and it's like move along we don't want you here and like all of that kind of thing like that and I was just I don't know I just I I just really loved I just really loved it when Mature Journey says this and I thought it was so sweet and it was right after the scene where Cynthia had gotten the china teacup from was it Brigida or Brigina? Yeah, Bergine, yeah. Um, and then she was like, "Well, I really can't take this because I'm I'm not allowed to have possessions and everything." She's like, well, "Why don't you just say you're borrowing it, and then you know we'll get it back from you later," kind of a thing. She's like, "Okay." And then and it's early on in her career to be bending the rules like that. I think. <laughs> she's like, yeah, well, she's doing okay. it now. She's just yeah. gonna be a hoarder by the time she's been doing it thirty years. <laughs> I know, I know. She's gonna just have so much stuff. But yeah, I just thought that was. I just, I just liked when M- mature Jenny said that. I just thought it was so sweet. And she's her voice is so pretty. And anyways, okay, nobody is perfect. Love makes us that way. But you have to open your heart to them first. That sounds like something old Jenny would say, but she didn't. <laughs> that look <laughs> on your face. <laughs> <laughs> nope this is not old jenny but i will say it's it's a person who is older so is it sister monica jane no it's not oh. Julianne. Sister Angelina. Julianne. Not, it's not anyone in a religious order oh right. um, you both you both no, say you the like is it to do with fred and back oh i know it's it's good mills or tom 
the husband tommy it's tom it's tom it's tommy he's talking to fred because fred goes to tommy and he says oh i'm really worried like like violet still has all these photos up of her husband she still loves him like he's perfect how am i supposed to compete with perfect and then tommy beautiful tommy says nobody's perfect love makes us that way but you have to open your heart to them first and i just absolutely like It's a gorgeous line, but it's not true that love makes you perfect because I yeah, am but not I'm perfect. saying it makes you perfect in their eyes. Yes, exactly. I'm pretty sure I'm not perfect in his eyes, if I'm honest, and he's definitely not in mine. <laughs> As the only married person on this podcast, you paint at times, at times, <laughs> a very bleak picture of romantic love. Welcome to marriage. Bleak. Anyway, um... <laughs> Next, next one. Yeah, I can't imagine you or your husband ever saying anything like that to anyone. So in all fairness, okay. And I know you both have a wonderful marriage and have very happy and all that. It don't matter, Jen. You don't even have to say that as a as a. As a, as a... <laughs> you don't even have to say that. He doesn't even edit anymore, so don't worry. Let's just slag him off. Should we do that well, next did, episode? Doesn't even listen. <laughs> he doesn't listen. No, does he? Al? No, because he does. He he's not. He's not a supportive husband. He doesn't listen to the podcast. To be fair, um, he did sort of. <laughs> but um, he doesn't listen to it. He doesn't listen to it. He doesn't like call the midwife. I know. I know. Oh, God. Yeah. No. Okay. Anyways. Okay. Here we go. Next quote. We go through what we go through together. We live for one another. Be with me as long as ever you can, please. Oh, this is Gert and Tommy when Gert's not well and Tommy's, Tommy's like, because she always says, oh, I thought that. Does she say I would be the one to go first? No, she wanted no, Tommy to go first. She was going to. She wanted Tommy to go first, yeah. And normally everyone's like, oh, I don't want to live without him. But she's like. Yeah, but she should... thinks he couldn't live without her. Like, yeah, doing everything he is for a him. continent. So fair <laughs> To be fair, I actually think the same way. <laughs> I think he could live without me. Um, no. Also, it, did, right. those, it sounded like lyrics from a Eurovision song. I loved it. It does. Um, it's fully emerged in the Eurovision bubble. By the time this airs, I'll have been. I know. Um, girl. I think you'll have combusted. I will have. I, will have. I love Tommy and Gert. I could have put all their quotes in here. They're just so good. I love him. I love him so much. Especially um, Tommy. And also, that was his last thing he ever did. I know. What a way to go out. He just, on a high, like, just truly immemorialized forever as, like, the sweetest man. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next quote. Not strictly... But it embarrasses you, and that keeps us entertained. Is it something to do with Timothy? Yes. Oh, that was a complete guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, them being them being it's, snugging. I yeah, it's Sheila and Dr. Turner snugging. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the term snogging. I just think it's so funny in relation to them because, like, I mean, those two, like, always are just kind of, like, they they do kiss each other, but it's, like, they, they just kind of, like, Dr. Turner just, like, grabs her by the shoulders and then just kind of, like, mushes their, like, lips together. And it's not, like, to me, it's not a romantic kiss at all, but, like, literally anytime they touch each other, Tim is just, like, oh, my gosh, like, the mushy stuff. Bleh. Like, he's just so, like, grossed <laughs> it's out It's the 1950s. She's a former nun. That's, that's as good as you're gonna get. I know, I know. Well, also, it's just your parents like no one wants to see their parents doing anything so it just like he walks in on them um and they're like kissing each other for some reason who knows and he's just like oh my god can you please stop and she's like well not strictly uh or he says like can't you just stop like he's like what does he say he's like um he's like aren't you like 
what, what does he say to them? He says something like, I, I can't remember how he says it, but then she's, but then Sheila says, not strictly, but it embarrasses you and then keeps us entertained. So, oh, he says, he says, do you have to do that? And she says, no, we don't have to, but we want to because we, it makes you like red in the face. So we think it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next quote. If I was a woman, we wouldn't be engaged. Oh, Fred and Violet G. Yes! Only because Trixie and Tom are no longer engaged. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Do you remember anything else about why he says this? No. If I was a woman... Uh, wait, wait, we can get this. If I were a woman, we wouldn't be engaged. Is it to do with him working in the shop? No. No, no I've got no idea. Okay. So I will is... know what you say. Oh, uh, I've got loads of friends. Is that the what? one? I've got loads of friends. I don't need another friend. I've, I want a missus or something. No, 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 no. Oh. So this is, is when... It, oh, is it when they're talking about the CDC? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I keep trying to tell you. Excited. I keep trying to tell you. And you're probably like, wait a minute, I have it. And I'm like, no, you don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is when they're walking to um, Nanata's house and Violet has the dahlias. Dahlias, yeah. Dahlias. And, and Dahlias, yes. I will honor the Dahlia pronunciation. And um, so she says something, and he's like, she's like, I don't know, do you think they're too much? And he's like, no, I think it's fine. Like, they're flowers, whatever. And she's like, I know, but I don't want to, you know, up, you know, like, o- overstage things or whatever. And he's like, I really don't think you have to worry about it. And she's like, well, if you were a woman, you'd understand. And he goes, well, if I was a woman, we wouldn't be engaged. <laughs> and then oh. she starts to laugh, and then they go, oh, and that's well, it's 2023, they might be. Violet's <laughs> worried that they're extravagant. And then I do think it's out of character of Sister Julienne to answer the door and just be like, oh, how extravagant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very much. Yeah, she always is trying to set people at ease. Okay. Um, okay. Sometimes it's hard to distinguish between ends and beginnings. Conclusions do not always hurt, and starting afresh may not feel entirely happy. Letting go brings peace and turns the tide towards the future. Oh, Jenny. Now, this is old Jenny. Old Je- well, mature <laughs> Jenny, too. mature Jenny. We have to start calling her mature Jenny. But what uh, is she talking about? Uh, she's what talking is about she- um, is, it was it when Trixie went to the A and like all the stuff that happened in that episode. No. Oh. <laughs> well, yes, it is. It is. It is. That's it is. It is when she goes to AA. Yes, it is. But it's not about that specifically, maybe. But I mean, I guess you could say it is. In, well, in the that's specific. all I need to say on that. <laughs> So this is this is mature Jenny, um, but she's it, her voiceover starts as Chummy is scattering her mom's ashes into the oh, television yeah. room. Yeah, and the green you know, screen. Yeah, exactly. And there's just a lot in this episode about like starting afresh because Fred and Violet get married, but then also Chummy losing her mom, and that's over. And then Trixie, Ooh, I was going like, to say Fred know, and Violet getting married. Yeah, and then Trixie um, goes into AA, which is like a huge change, so like a new step, but like also really painful in a lot of ways. You know, Patsy and Delia like are separate because Delia's had that you know horrible car accident and everything so this just speaks to like a lot of the storylines and everything but I I don't know I just I just I mean to me this is another call the midwife quote 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 kind of like the sister Julianne you know you know exactly where you're going and you don't need anyone to like get you there or whatever where I'm just like oh my god I want to put this on like a greeting card and like frame it or something like that in my or, a t-shirt. <laughs> or a t-shirt or a t-shirt I mean it's a long quote for a t-shirt it's like three lines but oh, man. well do you know what remind me of this after we'll put it on yeah anyway carry on well also I just okay like personal on a side note like you guys know this about me but our listeners won't but like I I am very active in a meditation practice and I you know attend meditation like weekly gatherings and everything like that with a sangha that I'm a member of here where I live and 
you know, so obviously as you know, that practice talks a lot about letting go and peace and kind of, you know, like accepting things for how they are and not wishing them to be different and everything. And so this whole <clears throat> quote really spoke to me on a personal level, but the last line where it says letting go brings peace and turns the, turns the tide towards the future. So I just, I don't know, that was very resonant for me. And like, again, like Vanessa Redgrave just has a beautiful voice. And so kind of just hearing her say it at the end, like, oh, man, it just, it just sent me again. I just can't. So anyways, okay, next quote. You'll have more luck with a horse and winch from down the dockyard. <laughs> that sounds like something Fred would say. <laughs> it does, but it wasn't, it wasn't. <laughs> a horse and witch from down the dockyard. No, 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 no. Witch. W-I-N-C-H. It's a weird superstition, like a, like a quote, like a thing that people used to say. No, no, no. And winch from down the dockyard. Down so the dockyard. something along. From down the dockyard. Yes. I don't know what accent that was, Jen. It, it I, wasn't, it wasn't an accent. It was... I'm insulted. <laughs> it wasn't a British accent. It was just some weird thing that came out of me. I don't I don't attribute it to anything. You're right. It was not a British accent. No, yeah. I, do, I never said it was. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of weird voices. Um... <laughs> Bex, have you got any idea? I'm thinking oh, you'd be too better with a horse and winch from down the dockyard. You'll have more luck with a Christmas horse. tree or not a Christmas tree. Well, it's big and what? heavy that they're moving around. Well, there you go. That's a very good question. Here it is. Why can I not think of anything? Who, who, who might be sensitive about how how large they are? A pregnant what? woman. Yes. Which pregnant woman? Why I can't I remember one pregnant woman. <laughs> So I don't so I don't think that this is um I don't remember um this is not like a this is not like a big storyline but there is a uh pregnant woman who is like really getting ready to give birth and her at that and she's really far along and she comes into the clinic for a checkup and um they, she's with her mother and she says something about like oh I just want to get this over with or whatever and she's like well we'll try to do it as fast as we can but she's like um when she's trying to get on the table isn't it yeah yeah and and she's like can I she's like I you know da, da, da. and she's like well just see if you can like put your bum on the table and then we'll like help scoot you up and, and then everything. a waters break it's and then, it's the it's the niece do you remember rosemary yes i was sure. his niece because her, her aunt's with her not her mum her mum's up west getting the push chair for the twins Okay. I, I have to tell you, I, I, I'm sorry to say this, I do not remember which pregnant lady it is, but her water <laughs> breaks as they're like trying to like get her onto the table. And she's saying like, oh, I'm so big, you'll have more luck with a horse, a horse and a winch. Or like... if you like Fred, talk about stuff like this. Horse and a witch. Just your average well, horse, I thought horse they, and a witch. I thought they were talking about moving Nurse Crane's car or something, but they were actually talking <laughs> about a pregnant lady. <laughs> shows how respectful we are bex we're not there talking yeah. about pregnant women like that yeah yes exactly exactly okay now you guys both are going to know exactly uh, who this is i don't i have no pride and no shame when it comes to co- confectionery you should try one. Oh, Bob, this oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's barbara <laughs> Well, we talked about this like a week ago when we did yeah, our, we we did. our Christmas show. I remember the no pride bit. I, I know, I know. And I have to tell you, like, we all love Barbara. Like, we are like Barbara stands like, to the end of the earth. But the thing is, like, this line absolutely made me fall so hard for her. Like, I, know. like, love her so much. This is a girl after my own heart. I have never met a sweet thing I do not like. She just, like, I have no pride and no shame when it comes to confectionery. That's what I want on a t-shirt. Like, I need a t-shirt that says that, like, give me a keychain, give me a mug. I mean, I'm 
I'm here for it. That is exactly how I have felt since a birth. And she just was my ultimate soulmate <laughs> when she said that. And then she makes Tom eat a sherbet lolly as well. And yeah. Then, and then he falls a little bit in love with Barbara too. So he does. Mm-hmm. Tina's mm-hmm. feeling terrible at that point, but they fell in love, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Tina has a life-threatening illness, but as long as these two people can like make a connection, then that's okay. <laughs> well, and I love how I love how when Tom comes on the bus, he has this massive jar of sweets and everything, and he's like, "Oh, just you know," he's like, "Oh, do you want to do you want a thing?" And she's like, "No, Tina doesn't feel good." And he's like, "Okay, well, anyways, do you want one? Like, how are you doing?" And she's like, "Yeah, actually, I do. Thank you." And then she reaches in and grabs it, and it's it's very good. Love it, love it, love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So this is the last quote. <laughs> are you ready Uh, yes okay (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i can get through this without a boost to my kinetic energy oh who is it well i think it's sister monica jane but i'm probably wrong (laughs) guess that for like every single one (laughs) (laughs) um monica jones kinetic energy a boost to my kinetic energy this Uh sounds like someone who's a bit new agey uh-huh that's not that's not an affirmative in is any it the stage director no oh for the, like, for, no. for the bbc, the BBC show? No, no no it's not it's not that guy boost to my kinetic energy who else is that is it delia getting on the bike no no is it, is it it's not a regular character is it no it's a, it's a series regular yeah oh, that just sounds like, like a new age hippie who who kind of loves to articulate themselves and like sound smart and use grown up words and stuff like that? Not us. We're just sitting here dumb. <laughs> uh, I've not had a thought in my head. Um. Trixie. <laughs> no. Oh my god! I've got literally no idea. Same. Hang on. We can do this back. This is great listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, boost to my kinetic energy. Here, let me let me let me do a different line reading. See if I can kind of intone something different. Okay. I don't think I can get through this without a boost to my kinetic energy. Does no, that help? not helps so. at <laughs> It's Nurse Crane. <laughs> no. Oh, I thought if I said it as if I knew. <laughs> is it and is it someone who lives in an artist's house? No, it's not. It's uh it's Peter. <laughs> he isn't even in this Tim. Tim, there you oh, go. Oh, there we go. You know when he says this? When is he playing with the, the piano? Yes. So Mrs. Willens is there, and she's supposed to be signing everyone up for the Christmas concert, like the choir. And she gives him a gypsy and- cream. Yes, and and he comes in and he says, "Oh, I don't think I can get through this without a boost to my kinetic energy." And energy and Sheila's like, "No, no, no, you can't have anything. Those are for everyone after they've like registered." And then she walks away, and then Mrs. Williams goes, "Oh, go on, like grab one before you know everything gets started." And he's like, "Oh, thank you so much." And it's just this really really cute moment. But like just uh, this teenager like walking in, just being like, "I don't think I can get through this without a boost to my kinetic energy." Like both like grumpy and then also like trying to be a show off by saying like a big word. I just thought was so funny. Well, also so. that made me fall in love with uh, Iris Willens because she was just so lovely. Yeah. Like, Let's grab a gypsy queen quick. I know. Yeah. It also I made know. me think Sheila was way too harsh on a growing boy. <laughs> she is. She is. Yeah, Sheila is really tough. But yeah, that's all of our quotes. We did it all. Oh, oh well done, Jen. Well done, Jen. Yeah. Not so well Thank done, us next. <laughs> and well done if you're still listening because all you've listened to is us 
randomly naming characters. Yes. Well, I'm sure I'm sure our audience has done very, very well on this quiz and everything. I will say I had more picked out, but as I was as I had gone as I was going through them, I realized we had actually talked about a lot of them in, in the episodes because they were just such good, good lines. And so I tried to pick, you know, then extras and, and everything. Just so we I are. have to say, though, I wouldn't have probably got them, even though we've discussed them before. Yeah, you, you literally <laughs> didn't on the Barbara one. <laughs> um yeah i know but but i just you know we i mean we say it every time i've already said it multiple times this episode just i love the good writing i mean the acting is off the charts everyone is such a good actor on the show but i just these scripts just absolutely always floor me and sometimes it's not even like the lines are pretty simple but just the eloquence with which they're delivered you know like women Women talking to women about women, old women. It's not something you see all the time, the dialogue. That's why I was saying about Happy Valley being popular, but it's women talking to women. It's yeah. it's not usual. It's it's and these women aren't objectified like in other shows. And yeah. it just it's oh, I just love it. I love it. It's about actual real women's relationships. And season it four is. was a really I just called it season, like an American. Series Ooh. four was you so can do good. I like noticed. I have, haven't I? Um, but yeah, season series four was amazing because it had Barbara and Nurse Crane, which are two of my favourites, yeah. and mm-hmm. Patsy all together. Mm-hmm. And I just, oh, mm-hmm. it's just getting better as it gets older. Well, and and you know the thing is, I, I mean, like, okay, we've all watched like all the shows out there and everything. Men having conversations is fine too. You know, nothing wrong with that. But a lot of times, a lot of those stories are about doing a thing or accomplishing a thing or discovering a thing or, you know, making something happen or whatever, because it's about politics or science or, you know, like business or, you know, whatever like that. And and that's not all of what men talk about in real life. It's not. But like this show is about human beings, like the human interactions that we have when we're not discovering something or finding something or advocating for something or, you know making our business or you know being whatever it's like these are the conversations we have when we're at home we have when we're you know talking about our future and our past and our families and how to raise our kids and like all of that kind of stuff and those are for lots of reasons traditionally a more female-centered space and like that's not the kind of conversations that like in society especially in pop culture we hear a lot of and that is what we need to be seeing modeled like that is the kind of you know like example that we should be watching and kind of internalizing as we like go through our day and things and that's what this show offers and I do think it's just really vitally important and so yes your point I 1000% agree love it now on that really deep point (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it was that deep but I mean it's just how I feel you know like well no same sorry sorry just a really quick Tommy and Fred having that conversation that absolutely blew my mind because two men talking about love and relationships and how to be a good partner and how to like get over yourself so that you can actually move your relationship forward and like find something new with someone you love like that is a really powerful conversation and I don't see a lot of that between men like in popular culture also earlier in the episode I'm not gonna remember his name but like Dr. Turner goes to talk to the rope guy who like really wanted to talk with and he had a dog yeah Robbins yeah and he goes and talks to him about, no, you have to let go of this promise you made yourself to your dead brother and father because you were trying to reconcile like some weird guilt that you had around the grief that you were feeling at their loss. And now you're putting it on your wife and your kid and nobody needs to be suffering that way. And by the way, least of all you. And that was two men having that conversation. Like, 
that is like that that's the kind of stuff men need to be talking to each other about so like yes I mean the women's conversations are mind-blowing and I absolutely just like love them and like die for them every single episode but I'm just saying like like just people being people and relating to each other as human beings is so powerful so anyway sorry I apologize I'm always on my soapbox but I just I I just can't help myself with this show it is. I'm just going to start on the side here that I do prefer the women. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, just been talking about something quite deep, um, but now I'm going to go on to something that was on Facebook. Um, now, okay. Sherry folks, we love you, Sherry. Sherry is a oh, massive advocate. Sherry. Yeah, she, she's, she talks she's, about she's, us all the time. She's there recommending us. We love you, Sherry. Gold like, star listener. Gold yeah. star listener. Um, but she has done an amazing, she literally put this on Facebook today and I thought I'm going to have to say this in the podcast. Um, so this is what she's talking about. You wondered about tripe. <laughs> <laughs> she says, I've seen it in larger grocery stores here in Canada, all the way from Canada, Sherry. I love it. But, I, think, but I don't think it's popular. My friend years ago would make a soup from it. She was Scottish and grew up with it. Tripe, onions, milk, potatoes, butter. I remember she had to boil the tripe, change the water, boil, change, boil, change with it. Lots of work. I guess it was okay. I didn't hate it. Didn't love it either. Very. I hope she's not reading this, Sherry, or listening to this. Um, very <laughs> nutritious from what I understood and cheap to make, which was why it was popular in the call the midwife era. You buy all, buy it all neat and clean and packaged these days, but my friend remembers her mum in Scotland years ago with a huge sheet of it on the kitchen table, having to cut it up all herself. There you go. Um, I, I love it. I, I, don't, <laughs> I, I mean, Sherry, like this is the kind of experience and information we need. Yes. Our listeners are so amazing. They give us these gold mines every time. They are. I'm with Cara Nicole, perfectly on time for my hour drive home today. This is my favourite podcast to listen to whilst driving. Oh, oh, thank you. The fact that you would say it's your favourite podcast to do anything I know. I can't, I'm not going to lie, little girls. I can't believe we've got more than three listeners. Us. Like, oh. genuinely. <laughs> It's, it's honestly one of the one of the most complimentary things I have ever experienced in my whole life. I am like so beyond flattered that anyone thinks we're interesting or funny or worth spending their time on. I am just so I am so deeply touched well, by actually, it. Actually, on that, Sarah Hancock. Um, I hope you're still listening. Um, she was like, <laughs> "They Google a bit too much. We are actually going to totally try." We are working on this. We are working on this. Dead space when we're just googling stuff, um, but we do try and research beforehand. But then we can't remember stuff, and then we have to look it up, or we look up things we have no idea about, like the Boer War. Um, and and I got mean, this, this, this is a great. I mean, there's a lot of references in this podcast to us going, "Oh, that person, or somebody, or something." <laughs> My Oops. favorite bit of feedback we had was that person who just went, "Nah, not for me." <laughs> And you know what? That's okay. Not it is, but you don't need to put it on the everybody. internet. If you don't like it, you don't have to write a review, not for me. Well, you know, great. <laughs> just don't listen. You don't have to voice it everywhere. <laughs> Turn it off, like, mate. Just like tripe. It's not for me, but I don't, no one has to know that. I just can go on living my life without it and no one is the wiser. Not for me. That had to be a British person. <laughs> that just had to be a British person. <laughs> that's such a british way to say it how to feel about that anyway just on the point about listeners i remember the first week do you remember the first week i uploaded it and we had like three listens which was us and then literally i remember texting you both being like we've had 25 listens (laughs) (laughs) i know i know we flipped out i i was like (gasps) i just couldn't i just so i couldn't believe it yep and now look at us trying to get in from flint still nowhere nearer to it to be honest the one we were 25 (laughs) listens was still 
<laughs> I'd like to think spiritually and energetically we're a lot closer than we were before. So that's how I'm going to take it. I'm going to start we just a need manifest or it. But what's that, Beck? <laughs> we just need to manifest it. I agree. Yeah. Well, I agree. I'm, I'm literally not recall for compliment in my life, but well, maybe you should start re- hashtag yeah. recall for compliment. Yeah, maybe we can like crash the set one day and like just steal some nun costumes from wardrobe and then just like go there, like you know, like kind of like how they do in like movies. I and don't stuff. think planning a crime months in advance <laughs> is good for number one evidence crime. reports is and number two the fact that they will they might be on to us. <laughs> I have actually watched um so they've been filming outside my office. Are you serious? Yeah, so well, just I don't know what the show is. It's not Oh, it's not No, I don't know. It's some sort of crime drama because they've turned an office building into a police station. Mm. Um but I've been watching it. So I feel as if now I know the inner workings of an extra. Because <laughs> They literally do the same thing over and over again. Uh huh. I can easily do that. I do it every week on this. And even <laughs> though you don't think they're in shot, then they do another setup, and then in the other setup they're in shot. Oh, overacting, so singing in the background. <laughs> if you work for Call the Midwife, I'm just saying I feel like I have experience there. Oh yeah, yeah. We follow that experience. Mm-hmm. Hashtag. Recall for Compline. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, next week, ladies, we are yes. going to be doing the listeners special. Becky is going to be drinking Horlicks live on the podcast whilst also trying a rusk. <laughs> <laughs> Edge of your seat stuff. Yeah. Um, and but if yeah, that I, doesn't I, entice I, viewers, what, what will? I don't know what will entice viewers exactly. Listeners, I don't know what it will. Listeners, yeah, yeah no one's watching us. <laughs> I want to. I want to be. With, well, I want to have li- listen to drink something. You can have rusks. <sighs> okay, can you get rusks? I-, I think I can. I'll see if I can try to get some before we record. What about Bon Vita? Um, I think if I if if they have them, they'll <laughs> be at the yeah, place. Um, Jen should try some tripe. Oh. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no. What you should I do don't... is get some tripe and put it on your kitchen table, cut it up, <laughs> yeah? And then and then boil it and drain the water and then boil it again and then drain the water again. Yeah, with then... onions and butter. Don't be you're not an animal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke up too soon. I should have just kept my mouth shut. Story of my life. <laughs> Wouldn't have a podcast. Anyway. <laughs> thank so you so much special. for listening if you got to this point. Uh, yeah. so we have a medal. Um, so yeah, yeah we'll see you next week thank you so much for listening see you next week ladies bye